0: friends, welcome to Mavs Moneyball Group Therapy. I am Kirk Henderson, Editor-in-Chief of MavsMoneyball.com. You are joining me once again for a new season of Group Therapy and Mavs Party. We thought we were going to have a Mavs Party tonight right up until the very end of things. Um, just so you guys know, I'm testing out a new audio setup courtesy of my wonderful friends at Spotify live including Patrick Muldowney that that nice young man there in the chat uh, who uh, is a Suns fan but that's okay that's okay Uh, so let me know if my audio sounds okay if there's anything I need to adjust because this is new for me as well Uh, so for those of you who are joining late you probably know the outcome of the game the Dallas Mavericks fell late uh, after having a 22 point lead the third quarter was what uh, where things really went funky and it was a really stupid loss um i th- i just hung the loss on uh coach jason Kidd in my recap podcast which is probably not specifically fair considering non luka mavericks missed 13 of 21 free throws that's really impressive and really hard to do um i will say that that it's the, the kid coaching decision is going to be something I think we talk about a lot in here, so I'm interested in on your thoughts. So remember, guys, as you come up here invite, we're going to bring as many people on stage as possible. It is 1230 on a Wednesday, though I'm pissed off enough to be up for at least an hour or so. So let's uh, let's hang out. When you call yourself up, when I when I call your name, be sure to look for the green ring around your name to light up. And we will get through as many people as possible. Let's vent. Let's do this because it's – I already saw some, like, sniping on my Twitter timeline. It's like, guys, we didn't play the game. It's not our fault. You know, JaVale McGee decided to take multiple hook shots off of multiple dribbles and exchanged his pivot foot on a uh, pass around, like, the the perimeter. Like, there were just all sorts of goofy mistakes in the third quarter. So, okay, we got a long list already. Coming up first, first man whose name I saw is Armand. How are we doing? It's been a while. It's been a
1: while, Kirk. How are you? I am okay. So, mm, it was a tough loss. It was a really tough loss. Um, But, again, you know, it's the first game of the season. I think similar to what everybody else is thinking, man, what what was Jason Kidd thinking today? Like, Christian Wood goes on that run in the fourth quarter. He has 16 consecutive points and you take him out that makes sense right but you see the Suns are starting to come back so i'm like i think he brought him back whenever it was 2:30 on the clock or something so
0: yeah he he pulled him that out makes um, sense. when did he pull him out he pulled them out at the about the five thirty-five minute mark yeah
1: so that, i mean that makes sense cuz he did start the quarter off and i guess it's part of the rotation but you we we traded him for a reason i mean you can argue he's the second best player on our team and he only played 24 minutes tonight i think that's ridiculous
0: yeah, that part that part was particularly rough. Um he, he's already given quotes about going back to looking at the tape and it's this is, you know, this might be a stretch. So please guys, I want you to tell me if you think I'm wrong about this. This was where that third quarter was where I felt the Mavericks missing an actual playmaker, a playmaking guard really hurt them. Spencer then when he goes out Mm. And then they turned specifically to Luca. Tim Hardaway is in the game, mm. but Tim Hardaway. Somebody in the chat called him Trick or Treat Tim, which I think is a pretty good name. But Tim Hardaway is not a playmaker. He's a shooter. Oh. He's a scorer. He's going to shoot the ball. It, that's it what he ugly. does,
1: it gets ugly when he tries to be a playmaker too. Yeah,
0: and he was missing his shots tonight, and that's going to happen. But you, you know, Christian Wood is effectively the second or third best playmaker on the team, and if like, you, I think you have to have some combination. Of, and this is an extreme overreaction after one game, but this is just my thought after one game. You have to have a combination of Luca, Spencer, Luca, uh, um, Wood or Wood Spencer out there at all times. like that's that's what needs to happen to me.
1: 100%. And I think what another thing that could have killed us in the fourth quarter was that okay, you take Christian Wood out, but did we not learn something last year? We had Maxie playing the five in clutch time. That that's ridiculous to me. Like I we we picked up JaVale McGee for a reason. We're paying him twenty million dollars. Oh,
0: JaVel stinky, Armand. JaVel yeah, very stinky. I, I understand
1: though. that. I understand that, but I would <laughs> much rather have him than Maxie. Like I don't get me wrong, I love Maxie. One of my favorite players on the team, but we we, we, we learned something from last year, man. Like he's not he's a he's a true power forward. He can't play the five.
0: Well, he's pretty good on defense, but tonight was an example of where he was getting out worked and things just didn't go their way multiple times. And it, if your defensive lineup isn't working, which is what they went to for that four-minute stretch, at that uh-huh. point you want to go more offense. And that's where it just – I would I would much rather see Wood out there than anybody than anybody else that they have.
1: Mm-hmm. No, 100%. Um, I think one thing that pissed me off that not that many people are talking about is just the last shot by Luka. Because, I mean, okay – I get it. There's nine seconds left. He had to get down the court. Get to the lane. Yeah, get inside. Why mm-hmm. you're shooting from 40 feet out, man? Like we we needed a two. You could, you could have easily drove that in. You're the bigger guy. Like same as the possession before. Whenever he got that and one on Damian Lee, he could have done the exact same thing. Game would have gone to OT. Why, why is he shooting it from that far out? That's no. that that's one thing that pissed me off. But otherwise, you know, he had a great game. 35 points, nine rebounds, six assists. Um, one thing I know, Josh Green. Only had one point, but I really enjoyed his minutes. I think he was very effective um, off the ball and as a defender. I liked
0: his defense. I did like his defense. It's just he's got that one where he cut in the lane and got it right outside the right block and then turned it over. Mm -hmm. Turn and score, bub. Like Just turn and lay it in.
1: I think one thing that was funny to me is that we did not see a single minute of Dwight Powell today. I think that's one sign of relief for us.
0: May he rest in peace, whatever he's doing. <laughs> he'll have he'll have a time. I mean, it's a long season.
2: Uh-huh.
0: And, and I'm, was... sure we'll be, I'm sure we'll, we'll be just as ready to kill him at that particular point in time as we are right now. You know, it's a mm-hmm. Dwight, Dwight Powell is always there for us when we need someone to yell about.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly. And then tomorrow in practice, they just, just... – shoot free throws only. Like, like everything will fix itself, but free throws, man. Come on, bro. Like, well,
0: it's it's so interesting because free throw rate and three point rate are usually really closely correlated. And mm-hmm. for me, in my opinion, part of why Wood hasn't stuck anywhere is because of his lack of attention and focus and details when it matters. Mm-hmm. And the threes he shot tonight were amazing. And then he goes two of eight from the line, and the free throws that he missed were ugly Mm -hmm. so it's to me that's almost entirely focus focus pressure prep you can get better at it free throws are one thing that i think particularly guys that have a good stroke elsewhere can get better at so hopefully we'll see him raise it because he can't shoot 60 something percent this season
1: no exactly and then it was just the, the the free throws whenever we play, a player missed both of them. Like, I think that's as an NBA player, I think that's ridiculous too. I think not only just Christian Wood, but Dinwiddie, whenever he the one time he went to the line, he missed both free throws. McGee missed both free throws. I mean, you can't expect that much from McGee. But even it, like, I, I was impressed by Luca though 13 of 13, especially from that one- look good.
0: Yeah, the free throw, you know, for, for Luca's game, somebody asked in the chat, what did I think of Luca's game? I thought he had an amazing first quarter, pretty good second quarter third quarter wheels came off and for much like he shot four or 15 after the first quarter, that's gotta be mentioned. He did hit a lot of free throws, Mm -hmm. but he's, he's got it. He also got landed. He, he ended up with a lot of hand grenades. Like he probably had four threes in the final five seconds of the shot clock. That's Mm -hmm. not always fair to
1: Luca. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And then I think the main thing rotation wise is that, okay, you want Christian wood off the bench. That's fine with me. I think, I think the starting lineup is good the way it is. But he's got to pay, play thirty minutes at least. I think. I think so too. Yeah. With with that 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 kind of talent, you can't have him playing just twenty four minutes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. And then um, just one last thing I got to say. It was sure. it was a rough night, but guys, it's only going to go up from here. Um, J- Jason Kidd. I know it was not a great game coached by him, but he's shown that he's he's been making adjustment adjustments throughout the season, and I hope to see that from him. I think we will see that and. It's it's only going to go from here. I think sure. my hot take. I think we finished with a better record than the Suns.
0: I like it. Thanks for starting us off, Armand. Right, we'll thank soon. you so much. All right, have a- how's my audio sound, guys? Am I doing okay here? Please tell me if it sucks because you know I know that's uh, one of my friends at uh, at Spotify. Basically, it's like I need to hear you more clearly. Um, all right, coming up next, then we're gonna we're gonna fly through some folks because I to chat a little longer than I intended to. Will, welcome back. Find that unmute okay. button there at the bottom. There we go. Gotcha, gotcha. I am okay. How are you, Kurt? Uh, you know, the I'll be. I'm fine now. The problem is my dogs have been waking me up at 4:45. It is 12:45. Oh God, so that's like yeah. not
3: long from now. Yeah, yeah. I'm in. I'm in Tennessee, so it's late as hell here. But I have the sleep schedule of a degenerate. <laughs> so you know. Well, what are you thinking that? Uh, my early hot take for this season is that we don't need. A third ball handler. We need a second because Spencer is not him. <laughs> I I think that a lot of Mavs fans are gonna really really hate the shit out of Spencer Dinwiddie this season. See, I'm I'm I wax I wax and
0: wane on this because as I, do I. The the Spencer thing is when Spencer's high, it's very similar to the Tim Hardaway experience where you're like this
3: guy. Ooh. But you don't need the problem is Spencer's a point guard, and that's the issue. That's the issue with that. We like you need steadiness out of at least your backup point guard. Like, you know, Spence I mean, not Spence, uh, Tim being inconsistent is slightly different, but also I I was also going to bitch about Tim Hardaway. I don't really like Tim's fit really at all on this team. I don't think
0: Jason Kidd likes Tim's fit if we're being perfect. I yeah,
3: I don't think so. I think Tim I think Tim was definitely a Rick guy. But I worry because of the contract and just a lot of other shit, you know, who knows if we'll get him up out of there. But I yeah, uh Javel McGee sucks. We knew that. A lot of us knew that. I hated that signing from the second that it happened. I'm not excited about that. I'm I'm fairly. It doesn't sound like it, but I'm fairly excited about this team. I'm excited about this season because low expect. I, I have pretty low expectations, and low expectations are fun. But yeah, uh.
0: No, don't but, read the comments, he, the, the he the, Corey, Corey's mad.
3: Never read I'm the not comments reading when you're comments. talking. I don't want to know what people are saying to me right now. I, I'm not, <laughs> not going to check. Javel McGee fucking sucks. I'm sorry i love it i love it oh man i just don't understand why why three years like if he won't if he decides to sign with milwaukee because we won't give him the third year or we won't give him the starting spot then let him
0: yeah yeah that, that <laughs> oh, one i think it's gonna be one week it's not that we regret because i actually think he'll be functional like he did not play a particularly good game tonight but there's gonna be nights where we're like
2: wow
3: Absolutely, there's certain matchups that he's going to do very well in. But the thing is, I feel like he's very, very matchup dependent. And there's sure. just a lot. I mean, just the way that we made him absolutely unplayable, and then said, "Oh yeah, let's go get this guy twenty mil over three years." It's yeah. Cra- yeah. Crazy to me. Crazy to me. But yeah, I think that's really all. That's really about all I had to say. Not not a lot. Just yeah. The biggest thing is, I think that Spent. I, I think that Spence. As possibly the second highest usage guy on our team is could be a big problem later in the season. It's like we saw last year, that Spence is the third ball handler that works great, yeah. but I don't know about the se- I don't know about the second guy as far as dribbling a basketball and being one of three guys, and one of them is a damn center that can dribble a basketball. I don't like yeah. that, but it is what it is.
0: Well, I I, I sort of need more Christian Wood. Like ball handling, bringing up the floor. I want to
3: yeah, like see, see him get the board and bring the ball up the court. He did a couple of times. It was nice. I
0: liked it. Yeah. It, I mean, yeah, it.
3: yeah. Christian Wood dribbling the ball at all times was great tonight. Like literally, it went somewhere good. Even if he bricked the free throws afterwards, it went somewhere good every single time. But yep. yeah, that man got to work on his damn free throws. It's crazy that he's as good of a shooter from three as he is and just got awful at the line, but. You can work on that. We're going to see. Thanks, Will. Appreciate you guys. Thanks, sir. Have a good night. You too. Okay,
0: coming up next, who we got here? We've got a lengthy list. Krishna, what's up, man?
4: Hey, Kirk, how are you? I'm doing okay. (laughs) I just kind of want to laugh because I, I feel like this is the story of the Mavericks in general. Like, you just do some really good things, but you can't seem to finish it out. It's tough it's just really tough to lose like that, but like our last uh, speaker just said, it is one game. You have 81 more games. And I think the things we were more worried about were not actually as big of an issue. Like Christian Wood looked fine defensively. I mean, he even had thought like he, did cro-
0: play. he played okay. I didn't yeah. have any problems.
4: Yeah, he had a great block. Um, obviously that 16 0 run was insane. Um, and, and the kid thing, like, I feel Ooh, like the, what are you uh, doing? sorry. Loud. I think it was a trash bag. My bad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Everybody's got their headphones in, walking around. Come on now, we're getting all sorts of feedback here.
4: <laughs> My bad. I'll, oh, I'm done. Okay. So basically, uh, the kid stuff was. I feel like it's the same thing as last season. Like it happened all the time, where kid would say, "Oh, I'm not going to take a timeout because." I want the team to, uh, you know, figure it out for themselves. And, you know, I don't necessarily agree with that. I can understand his methodology. I just don't agree with it. And today was a good moment where it was like, yeah, it doesn't work all the time. And I kind of wish you were a little more traditional. Um, It's weird. Like, again, it's one game. It sucked for the past, like, two hours. I was glad at least I had something to do so I didn't have to sit at my computer and stare in rage. But, um, yeah, it's one game. And I think the interesting thing is guys like Dorian and Reggie just did not really play well on defense. And I don't expect that over, like, the whole season. And I think in some ways we're kind of seeing it's not like Luca has to play into shape. It feels like everyone else is trying to play into shape. And that's such a weird feeling.
0: Yeah, I mean, because Luca's going thirteen to thirteen from the line. He did have some funky elements to his game, but there, it, it was like they got up really. There was that time where like Spencer almost had to be pulled back, and it's like, oh man, they're just going to blow the doors off him. And then things started to get a little sloppy, as is the case. And you know, this was, I will say. That the, the previous two seasons, so like I don't know if anybody remembers this far, but the first game the Mavericks played with Luca and KP was against the Wizards, and Luca kind of, <laughs> like straight up yep. murdered yep. Thomas Bryan on TV. Like that was like a, a coming out party because Luca looked like a different player. Then the next two years they just started badly and those games were brutal. This game did not like there's enough to come away from this one where I feel pretty I feel pretty good. I am very frustrated by specific elements that seem like fixable things, and I don't think you were in here at this point last year. But like when the Mavericks started off the year winning ugly games and then getting killed on national TV, because I don't think mm-hmm, they was a national mm-hmm. TV game.
4: No, no, they didn't.
0: It was awful. So it's like this is this I can stomach in a way last year that I couldn't.
4: Yeah, exactly. And I think there's like I would I would say this to everyone: Would you want to be Denver right now? Because oh boy, Denver fans must be feeling. Horrendous. I feel really bad for Denver fans. Um, but yeah, like you said, this is not something where you look at this and you go, I have no idea what the Mavericks are going to do. Like, yeah. it's, it's all fixable. And I think that's a far better indicator, um, that there's still positives for the rest of the season. And I think you kind of look at the next five games, it's, it's tough. Like, the Pelicans are going to be, Pelicans and Grizzlies. Oh, geez, are gonna that's be,
0: going to be a tough game. Pelicans, they, they looked like a death machine tonight.
4: The Pelicans and the Grizzlies are going to be brutal. The Nets might have already imploded by the time we get to them. The Magic are exciting and the Thunder are the thunder, but you know, if we get out of this and we're 3 and 2, I'll be fine. I'll, I'll sure. be more than happy with that. And I think at the end of the day, like I think the most important thing is like does this team figure out its identity and I think the biggest question to me i think and i feel like everyone with off season is is christian wood going to like completely fit like will kid have some trust in him and i think the fact that kid was just like hey go out there and do whatever you want for like 8 minutes and christian wood like fulfilled that to some extent i think is promising and you know third ball handler stuff we can talk about it all day because you, you saw it spencer gets four fouls you, need a, you wish you had a third ball handler because then you don't have to worry about that. And I don't think it was so much that.
0: I mean, I think Faku Composo would have played tonight. I really yeah,
4: do. Yeah, I, I agree. And, and, you know, you kind of beat the hammer. It's not so much the signing of Composo, but it's kind of the – it's what it means. It means the team does need someone else to sign. Though I think, you know, if you look at the Jazz, uh, they're going to be <laughs> selling people because there's no way uh, – God, what's, what's the GM – in, in in Utah, was uh, is James.
0: Me. Isn't it James? No, it's not
4: James Jones. Not not James. G- Maybe the president uh, from from Boston. Gosh, that's okay. Yeah, whatever. You know, he's he's not going to want this. He's going to want to go after Victor, and so they're going to be giving up guys. Like I think Mike Conley, someone who might have gone for a first rounder this off season, he might go for like dirt cheap this off season, and I, I think it'll take time. Like w- the Mavericks are going to lose games. Like no sure. team is going to go 82 and 0. And
0: well, we that, got really spoiled. I don't know how to explain to people that what happened at the end of la- at the new York Danny year, they went 35. Thank you, Armand. The Mavericks finished the year 35 and 12. That I, does not happen.
4: For, of course. And like, I think it's like in a way we reflected like what Boston did last season, like Boston and Dallas, the first half of the season last year, were actually yeah. abysmal. They were in the play-in. And the fact that both those teams not only made the conference finals, but, you know, the Celtics then went and made the finals, like, that's rare. That's not, like, a normal thing. And, you know, I, I think this team has enough talent It has enough good players. And what I feel good about is management did not just make moves this offseason that, you know, you, you gambled on. Because I still think now there's room to – Like you talked about, like Tim could be traded and I don't think that'd be a huge deal because it doesn't feel like Tim is an integral part of the team. And I think there's room for moves and room for improvement. Whereas if you had gone kind of all in this offseason, you were kind of stuck uh, in a way that so many other Mavericks teams have been stuck. Yeah. But, you know. One game, we'll see. Grizzlies, somehow we always do well against the Grizzlies. I, I so,
0: I'm, I'm less worried. That's, always, that's a fun one for me. That's, yeah. that's a measuring stick game. I'm going to be looking forward to that one.
4: Exactly. And, and you know, it is what it is. It, I guess i rather lose the Suns in the regular season, <laughs> so it's perfectly fine for me.
0: All right, man. Well, All right, for man. Time, I'll see
4: you. Thank you. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. Yeah, everyone, just be cognizant of the fact that your phone picks up everything that's going on. I've had that problem too, and I'm the host of the show. So, Sam, what's up? Kirk, what is up? Yeah, we're going. What's what's going on with you?
5: Oh yeah, yeah, we're going. That uh, that sucked. <laughs> I mean, it's funny. I tweeted. I tweeted. Uh, this is giving me like Game Two Western Conference Finals vibes. Um, you know, you have a big lead, and then third quarter, which. I think when Spencer Dinwiddie, Spencer Dinwiddie, excuse me, picked up that fourth foul, um, that really just kind of mucked everything up because Luke was the only ball handler. Yeah, I just find it funny too, oddly enough, that the guy that we could have signed earlier, Goran Dragic, actually had a good game in Chicago against the Heat. So you know, hey, that's neither here nor there. But um, it's it's just it's one game. It's obviously just one game, and we, we all talked about Jason Kidd. I mean. He has to have a training camp, so I guess in some way, just to learn what to do. Whenever you got a guy that's hot, and then you take him out, but that's that's neither here nor there. Um, everybody gets blamed. I mean, Christian Wood, you can't shoot three from ten from the free throw line. Like, if Luke is gonna go thirteen or thirteen, you got to at least go at least seventy percent. Like, yeah. <laughs> if you go seventy percent, you win the game. So, I maybe I just think it's funny that Chris Paul didn't really play the last half of the fourth quarter. Yeah, able uh, well, to campaign, and we still got beat. but we got beat. There's, about-
0: there's a long COVID joke that had we won, I absolutely would have asked if the entire Suns team still had COVID, but we didn't, and I can't make that joke now. I'm really upset.
5: Oh yeah, trust me. The first half, I was ready to troll all the Suns fans, but I can't do it. We got beat, so it is what it is. We got to get Memphis because God, New Orleans—the way they played tonight—that's they're going to be insane, and. Brooklyn, even though they play like shit, they're still Brooklyn. They got Katie and Kyrie, so they can still go off for everything. I mean, I guess they got Ben Simmons too. But, um, but triple yeah. single, exactly triple single. So, I'm not, I'm not concerned. I mean, I feel like they start off slow. I think Jason Kidd will learn from this. Christian would, no doubt in my mind, he'll play at least 20 to 30 minutes next game. I just, just have a feeling now, and we'll just go from there. And uh, yeah, it's one game. We'll see what happens. All right, man. Well,
0: thanks for coming up. Hope you feel better after talking. Oh, I feel great. All I right. just still sucked up. But. Oh, yeah. All right. Talk soon. <laughs> Have a good one. All right. Hey, Logan.
5: How's
6: it going, What's Kurt? Up?
0: It's good. Stop arguing with people on Twitter and go write something for MavsMoneyBall.com.
7: Yeah, it's nice to talk to you. <laughs> it's nice to talk to you with, uh, you know, you being my... My boss. Um, oh,
0: shit. I'm not... Like, come on. I run a fan website. I'm your boss, man. I'm an organizational lunatic. I'm nobody's <laughs> boss. Logan now no, Logan now does some writing for Money Ball. He's got a piece of... I don't know. He's had a couple... He's written four or five things. So, yeah.
7: Oh, you know, a little disappointed. I think the most disappointed part is that Damian Lee is the one who did it. Because we... Played perfect defense in that last possession. Like I'll take the Damian Lee fadeaway a hundred times out of a hundred times, and he freaking made it. But uh, I don't know. I just think Kid was experimenting a lot. My friend was getting so upset with it, and I was like, I think we're just gonna have to deal with this. Like, there's people that the team is loyal to, and there's like, like Tim Hardaway's an organizational trooper. You know what I mean? Like he, I'm sure he's on the leadership council, and I feel like they will notice things that are obvious the same way we notice them and I mean it's just crazy for Tim Hardaway to play that many you know more minutes than would but I kid was just doing weird stuff he was throwing shit covered darts as I put it earlier on Twitter and I, I just think that that's kind of early season basketball though like I don't know trying not to get too upset about like tactics when they're going to be so fluid going
0: forward I keep forgetting uh, to unmute myself on my own app. I mean, I I think where it comes down to is just like when you lose a twenty two point game, when you lose a twenty two point lead, there's just all sorts of how did that happen? And I sort of boil it down to the free throws being the the, the first big one. The second big one being the lack of of third ball handler and like a steadying presence in the offense because Luca had sort of mentally checked out in the third. That sort of needs to be stated. And, yeah. then, you know, I, I think that we saw an instance of kids' willingness to. It's like he he does this thing where he trusts the lineups too much to play through stuff, but then he won't trust specific players in certain ways. Like, Christian would give a really good post game quote about how he needs to build trust. He understands why he wouldn't out there. But that's a whole, like, that's almost like a backhanded, like, well, you know, you never know if I would have been out there, type thing. So it it is really easy to overread into this, but I I do feel like Followell was talking about this a lot in the first first half. How it's like the continuity of where they were last year carried over. I tend to see some of that because this was a lot more pleasant to watch than than the first half of last yes, year.
7: Absolutely. So I mean, that's the good thing to take away is that especially when things were going good in the beginning and stuff, it just looked so much more tight-knit to where it's like I don't think it will take very long once they get the rotations and stuff down for it to to already be gelled as opposed to just like yeah last year it was awful but even like at one point in the fourth quarter it was Spencer, THJ, and Luca and like I would never been kid running that particular group that's when I was like oh he's truly just experimenting with lineups because he was very, uh, reticent to ever do Brunson, Dinwiddie, and Luca. Yeah. So it's like, and that's a much better. I mean, that's just like you get more creation in general. There's just no reason to have Tim out there in between Spencer and Luca. I just think there's enough shooting elsewhere by people who give you defense and stuff. But when that was happening, I was like, oh, this is definitely just like a feeling out. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, all I know is that uh, I, I told some friends I was doing a show, and their response back was, "It's one a.m. Why are you doing this?" And it's like, "Well, it's a, guys, come on, we're we're here." The first we're, game. We're, that's right. That's exactly right. You got anything else for us, Logan? Um, I,
7: it, Christian Wood was exciting. Yeah. I I mean, you know, it's funny because he's kind of like obviously a punk, and the Mavs don't ever have guys like that, and I dig it. I'm like, celebrate after you do shit. It's cool. Like I don't know. This as is long old, as
0: I, this is I mean, an old man reference, but him and Luca give me like with their smirking attitude, give me like strong Shawn Michaels, triple H DX vibes from like 1999. <laughs> that's just, a, that's I can see that thing
7: except they would just be, it would be some kind of polar opposite. It would be like a Slovenian, but I don't know. It's a different, it's a different. I think my takeaway that's positive is that like I said, Christian Wood or there were some comparisons to like a Bobby Portis where he'd get on a good team and then be kind of this like, you know, like offensive spark plug, but he's not really, it's like, no, Christian Wood is going to be, he's better than that. You know what I mean? Like he is a fringe all-star level offensive player defensively who knows that could always be a problem, but at least the offense, it's like, it's not just this like weapon. It's like he can be a key part of the offense. You know what I mean?
0: Uh, Well, I'm glad you're here. Thanks for uh, coming up on stage and talking. Same. We'll talk soon. Mm -hmm. We've got another one of our writers here in the comments, too, but we're just going to keep going through people. Um, Jonas, what's up? Welcome to the show.
8: Hey, Kirk. How's it going?
0: It's going. I like your avatar.
8: Thanks. Appreciate it. Yeah. Um, You know, uh, first point I got is uh, I don't really... I don't really care about the Mavs losing one game. Um, I, I care about the Mavs losing many games when they're up by 20 points. I don't really care about the Mavs losing one game by 20 points. I, I was pretty encouraged by the way they played tonight. Good. What else?
0: What tell? I, I I can understand that at this point last year they they lost so many. Their their point differential in like their first 15 games was negative because they got blown out by the or uh, by the Hawks. Um, that was like the second or third game of the year. So it's like, that was when we were really grumpy in here. But this one was just, this was a series of of correct.
8: It is actually funny. Cause I was, I was watching uh, the game tonight with the exact same friend of mine that I was watching that Hawks game with uh, about a year ago. And he was like, he's like, well, this wasn't quite as bad as last year. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I think that, I think that the team is is playing well together. Obviously, on offense, they're they're playing well. Um, I was surprisingly encouraged by Christian Wood on defense. I'd uh, be interested to see what you thought about how he played on defense. I thought he had a lot of good energy, a lot of good activity on that end.
0: I, I was um, very pleased. Defense, and particularly rotations on defense, are about understanding what you're supposed to do and then trust – that like when you help, the guy behind you will also help. And he had that one real cool block at the rim. I, I didn't see anything egregious. Like there's things when when Tim Hardaway gets beaten on a single dribble, like that makes me want to throw my phone into the ocean. But if as long as you're not getting like destroyed, it effort it's it's often more about effort.
8: No, I I I totally agree. Um and uh yeah, I mean Maxie and, and Josh Green uh being afraid to shoot especially after Mac, Maxie, you know, eight threes in the playoff game against against the same yeah, team. The, the hit. Like, shot I, the I, I don't really understand that
0: where he just yeah. even the announcers like the Mavs announcers are never really critical but they were even like got to shoot that.
8: Yeah, I I I really don't know. I he's he's an interesting player that I, I just don't understand where his confidence comes from sometimes. And then other times I'm like, what like what, what is going on so in your Maxie, Maxie mind? Maxie I, I, I don't get it. It's in high order. Is he dating,
0: yeah. a, is he dating <laughs> a hot blonde? Cause I don't know if you guys know this. Story. I, don't, I feel I'm fine telling this now. There was a, he used to be dating a woman in Dallas who if you would tweet about him and you were a media person, she would get in your DMS and tell you to stop calling him handsome. It was wild.
8: I've, I've i've never heard that before but that that's pretty amazing um uh the, I, I guess the last point i have is uh you know the i think that even though i i feel like we're still a pretty isolation uh team you know uh either luca Dinwiddie, work what i mean obviously the loss of jb uh was was pretty big but um you know, I, I feel like we're still a similar style team, but with with very different personnel. Um, and the Suns, obviously, nothing really changed in the major part of the rotation, other than, you know, the subtraction of Jay Crowder. Um, so I, I I was pretty encouraged. I think the fact that obviously it's never good when you blow a twenty point lead, but the fact that you almost blew this team out and. Frankly, you should have blown this team out Uh, tonight is is very encouraging for for how much how different our personnel are uh, on our team currently. So uh, I'm pretty happy tonight. I'm I'm not too not too angry. I I expect them to be a lot better through the beginning parts of the season than they were last year. And, And that that helps a lot, especially with how much deeper the Western Conference is this year.
0: Well, thank you for coming up, Jonas. I appreciate your time.
8: Thanks, Kirk. Have a good night.
0: All right, coming up next. Let's see who we got. Um, let's go to Gordon. Hi, Gordon. Welcome back. Hit that unmute in there at the bottom of the screen on the on the main page, and that'll give you an opportunity to talk. Hey,
9: yeah. What's going on, Kirk?
0: No, just uh, just talking to y'all.
9: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, think I want to play a little bit of. Jason Kidd, devil's advocate here. So if if the idea in the last three or four minutes of the game is that you know Luca is going to be at his most ball dominant, then it kind of makes sense to me that you need to be surrounding him with either three straight three and D guys or pick and roll partners. And, you know, when Christian Wood checked in, what was that, like three, three or four minutes left in the game, there was one maybe two really awkward offensive possessions where they were trying to get him involved in the pick and roll and it just clearly wasn't working and or it seemed to me that it wasn't it just it it just seemed to be very awkward and as much as I think that that's really going to be their bread and butter maybe even in just a few weeks um, and as much as he did have the three going. I feel like it's understandable that kid might not have been willing to trust him on the defensive end so much. Does no, that? I don't know. The, Does that make sense? It one
0: hundred percent makes sense. I actually wrote that. Like I understand the theory. I'm just it's a hot hand thing where it's like the guy scores sixteen points and is primarily it's like the emotional side of me is really pissed about this, but the analytical side understands what the what the coaching decision was. I mean, it's just, they were, the problem was they went up, they went up 10 to down one in four minutes. That's so like their defensive lineup wasn't getting a damn thing. And like, that was an element of Kidd letting it go, maybe two possessions longer than he should have. And that is sort of, he, he's the opposite of Rick Carlisle because Rick Carlisle would be like, one mistake, everybody to the phantom zone. <laughs> and and this is just – it's a different deal. So I, I think over the long term it's better for the health of the team because you, you got to learn to play through mistakes, but it, that doesn't make it any less frustrating.
9: Yeah, and, you know, I do – like I do appreciate the sentiment of, you know, hey, we got to let the guys play through mistakes, but I do think that you, gotta, you need to try to get a win in game one. Sure, I think sure. that you can sort of set some of those things aside and say – you know, this this isn't, you know, an incredibly meaningful game, but it's not a meaningless game either, That's right. um, especially considering, you know, it's it's a team that really wants to beat. I, I don't know. It's just I, I feel like game one is just a really it's 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 a game you need to try and win yeah. Um. And, and really set the tone. Only other thing I wanted to say was, goodness, I'm so I've been so enamored for two seasons and a game. Of you know with 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 Josh Green's obvious you know athleticism, but goodness gracious! Inside the three point line, does he think the inside the three point line is lava? Like, as soon as it seems like as soon as he gets the ball inside the three point line, he thinks he has to jump and get rid of the ball as quickly as he can, and it doesn't matter if he knows where he's going with the ball.
0: There, there's I, I need someone to have like mystery like like maybe Panda Hank forty one can do like some mystery science theater style uh overlays of audio because like when josh green has the ball i want some like internal monologue where it's like (laughs) he gets the ball and the only thing that's like the the the, you you get to see his monologue and it's fuck 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 it's like that's basically what's going on whenever that dude has the ball on offense and it's like real cool because in the first half he had a couple of leak outs and was doing like when he runs so fast but then in the half court setting it's like oh my god Oh my God. It's like a, it's like a, a, a kid at his first school dance and he's like slow dancing with a girl. What is going to happen? It's, it's killing me. I just, I'm, the I'm Josh sure Green experience hurts me because I need, I want him to do well. I want people to come at me yes, and say, Kirk, your yes. Josh green takes suck. But instead he keeps doing things that make it worse.
9: Yep, Right. Right. Yeah. Oh goodness. That's all I got, Kirk. Thanks, Thanks. a lot.
0: Talk soon. All right. Coming up next is Brett. Hey, Brett, what do you got for us?
10: Oh, hi, Kirk. Yeah, so I mean, I would agree with with folks who said that they're not well, they're not too particularly concerned about the loss. Like obviously the circumstances are disappointing, but if you had said you know they're going to lose by two points on last second kind of lucky shot, I mean you'd take that going into the game. It's on the road. You know the Suns had something to prove in the second half, particularly. Yep. The overall it, it's the process again that's more that's more frustrating. So. I don't. I don't know. I mean, people have talked kind of ad nauseum about the about you know substituting out wood. Uh, so I won't really touch on that. But a couple of things that I thought. Um, I was really impressed with Woods passing. He had a few you know passes out of the out of the short roll that I thought were good. Um, you know, and just in general, like the willingness to make those passes and not just solely look to either shoot the ball or to you know throw it back out to Luca to restart the play.
0: Yeah, I thought there was a lot of good process on offense tonight. It just when it bogged down, it bogged down in such a brutal way. But I was very pleased compared to what. Do you remember last year we started off the season with two straight Dorian Finney-Smith post-ups? That can't be like we never forget.
10: Yeah, the 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 first fifteen games of last season, I I said in the comments that like when I was at at the game in Chicago against against the Bulls, where Porzingis posted up like every other play, like it was it was horrendous it was like the worst offensive scheme I've ever seen in my life. And so it's like, it's like it's infinitely better than that. And, and on defense, I mean, like I know people had some concerns about defense, but like they did not really have many problems on defense as a collection. No,
0: Booker is a good player. Like, they guarded the three point line pretty well. Uh, I thought they gave up too many paint points. There were also some offensive rebounds that were, it's like the whole point of Jael McGee is to get rebounds and he gave up offensive rebounds, but these are like minor quibbles, as opposed to like things that systematically went on throughout the whole game.
10: Oh yeah, I mean, and joe McGee to touch on him specifically. Um, statistically, he doesn't do any do any of the things he supposedly does well, like rebounding or defense, etc., or shot blocking or whatever. I mean, I guess shot, he, he does shot block well, but that does not mean he's a good necessarily a good defender. But th- the reputation he has and his actual like actual ability. Are two completely different things. So when people say like he brings rebounding or whatever, he, he doesn't bring rebounding any more than Dwight Powell hunter. brings.
0: It's like JaVale McGee is the opposite of Dwight Powell, who does a whole bunch of stuff that doesn't show up on the page, whereas JaVale McGee will occasionally have these blow up stack games, then you're like, wait, how is he a negative five? What
10: yeah, I mean, like like my, my problem with, with McGee is not necessarily his on court play, but more like the mentality behind signing him when you already have White Powell sure. and you traded for Christian Wood and you have Maxi Kleba on a team that doesn't like
0: well that's where I think the I think the Javel McGee thing was done well before the Christian Wood thing appeared, and they you know, maybe doing that over again, I don't think they would.
10: Yeah, and, and the last thing is, I mean, and you've touched on this a lot, but the idea of having three ball handlers, the Mavericks found a solution like last season with three ball handlers. It was very clearly the formula that worked for them through the second half of the regular season and the playoffs. It is the biggest reason why they had success. And then they promptly did not re-sign one of those three players and then decided that they didn't really need another player to replace. And and, and so like the problem that the o- offense will have at times is entirely self inflicted
0: well, I see our stat, our our chat is already arguing about it. It's like like when you're arguing about McGee versus Powell, that's the problem. Yeah, I
10: mean, I mean, it's a it's a, it's. A, <laughs> I mean, that's such a marginal thing that like over a game, like like when you think about like the value that a player has on the game, like that's like a that's like like a one point kind of difference. Like that's such yeah. a minor, uh, like like not even that. Like it's such like a like a tiny, a, a tiny problem. But I mean. I, so I,
0: guy, like the Hartenstein guy up in New York would have been an ideal fit for this roster, but Dallas could not afford him. There are just there, – there are guys and what they want to do where – it's a – granted, this the, the big man rotation is a step in the right direction. I will tell you that much because we started off last year with six centers, and one of them was Willie Colleystein stein playing significant minutes. So I will – I will take some Javale McGee foibles over some of what we ended up having to deal with last year.
10: Oh yeah, I mean, like having him on the team is not is not bad. Like having having him to play minutes rather than like playing Boban or whatever like yeah. is, is infinitely better. Like the yeah, roster yeah. is better with him on it. Um, but the, again, not not having Brunson and or not having um, Drogic or or whatever. I mean like that that will be a problem that will continue until you know some sort of move is is made.
0: yeah well thanks so much brett thank you all right talk soon all right coming up next we're still going to go with people because i'm awake uh oh hey i have a guest here who is my friend and he probably wants to go to bed you guys know him as jason gallagher he is a video producer for and producer for some of the most listened to podcasts on this here internet jason what's up
11: Oh, Kirk, how are you feeling? That's I'm that's okay. what I want to know. I
0: mean, I'm better now. I do these so I don't get I so I don't shitpost on Twitter for like three hours after the game. Like I'd much rather do this. I always go to bed feeling better after
11: these. Totally. I, I, I typically tweet like two to three things and then delete them almost immediately. Right, immediately, and that, yeah. That that helps me that helps me get through. Um Yeah, that was a weird that was a weird thing that we just watched. And I'm sure, you know, Somebody has, has mentioned it already. Obviously, the Christian Wood thing is just like the most baffling thing. It's one game into the season, but I'm pretty fired up about it. Kirk,
0: tell me, get into it. Tell me I'm why. Get, I'm, tell get, me I'm more. just
11: watching two. I'm just watching two coaches who are literally polar opposite ends of the spectrum. I mean, like, look. Okay, you gotta give kids some credit on the defensive end at times, but it's like, on the overall scheme. It's like here you have uh the most established one of the most established point guards of all time and you see that damian lee has it going so you're just going to ride him you know yeah. what i mean and on the polar opposite side you're just like well that's a fucking good point we're, we're sitting he here we're, up. we're sitting here and you know max sees our guy he's established uh you know a leadership position it's like are you serious look what's going on on the other side um And that was, that was pretty infuriating to watch, but on the flip. Think about
0: that. I just thought Chris Paul might be dead because he's (laughs) thousand years old and maybe whatever blood of of virgins he's been drinking, like stop working. I I don't know. I like your theory better. Yours is much more practical.
11: It's not even a theory. It's just an observation of just like two completely different. And you know, like, yeah, you know, you learn some things, but at, at the same time, it's just, it's just a little, it's a little baffling why you would take Christian Wood out and, and, Um, but I think the pluses are that it, you know, losing Brunson sucks, but the roster feels a little bit more complete, I suppose, um, which felt good. And then, and then honestly, like Luca just kind of has like a, I don't know if I can swear on this, but yeah, yeah, just kind of like a fuck around vibe. Um, it's almost as though he didn't take Phoenix seriously for a while. He
0: killed him and then he let up. Like he was yeah. crushing him and he, he was partially he's I don't hold him solely responsible, but like no. I'm more disposed that he and he had a 39 percent usage rate tonight. Yeah. So when he's in, he's controlling things. So that means he gets more of the blame because he's controlled the ball so much. So and the free
11: like, throw in the free throws thing is huge. He and hit his, though. That's key. Exa- exactly. So I I just think that his whole general vibe, it was like both the good and the bad. It was kind of like he. he knows he's that good. Uh, and he knows that he could I feel like he's in the locker room right you know right now being like I could beat that team I know I could I just fucked mm. around a little too much which is like both good and bad you know it's like he needs his back up against the wall he needs to be pissed off or something so and that's like reading way too much into the psychology of things but I do I, it it was like kind of like a good bad thing but but you know the roster does feel a little bit more complete I, it's a weird thing to say after a loss but like it it man, that the big position is so much more versatile. And I I heard you talking on the last person um, and JaVale's not great, but it's just like, we have just have so much more options there. And I, and, and I don't know, it just feels like we have more options.
0: Sure. Friend of the program uh, and your former colleague, Kevin O'Connor shared that this play, it happens early in the, Mm -hmm. the first quarter where Luca basically does a pick and roll with Christian Wood. Christian Wood rolls inside the, Mm -hmm. inside the three-point line, gets the pass, takes one dribble, and draws two defenders to him at the free throw line. That's not Mm -hmm. something that would happen with Dwight Powell. So he just kind of casually tosses it over to the right corner uh, for Reggie Bullock for three. And like, there's, there's just an opportunity for these guys to spam certain things. And I know kids and often a defensive coach, but this offense could murder people with some of the shooting that they have.
11: Well, yeah. And, 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 and even with going back to sort of the big position, it's like, you know, Dwight Powell, we all have our takes, but like his best role is like, okay, nothing's really working. We need like three minutes of energy. And like, that's what you want out of Dwight Powell. But like, we were like starting the guy Mm -hmm. (laughs) and that's like, they you know the Mavs made it to the western conference finals starting Dwight Powell like it's right. it's just the upgrade is is undeniable I think so it's 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 a really weird thing to say out loud when when you lose Jalen Brunson but at the same time it it feels like a more complete team and a more a weirdly like a more confident team that just kind of like let off the gas like like a bunch of morons in the coaching stuff. Like I, I just, the Christian Wood thing is like, if that didn't happen, I'd probably be asleep right now, but that right. happened. and I'm just fucking rolling around being like, I can't believe, we literally just watched Damian Lee take the place of Chris Paul and win. Like, come on.
0: I, I feel your pain. I, I'm, a, I'm better though. You know, we got a couple of days off. They're going to lick their wounds and probably be angry when they come play the, the Memphis Grizzlies in the home opener.
11: Yeah, it'd be, it'd be nice to, to get a good solid W. So That's right. All right, brother. Well, it's good hearing your voice. You too. We'll talk soon. See ya. All right.
0: Uh, coming up next is Mavs Moneyball contributor. Where is it? My speaker request went away. There we go. Brent. Brent, how we doing?
12: Hey, Kirk. How's it going, man?
0: Uh, I'm still here. I'm st- I just realized the first podcast I posted didn't have the appropriate number of ads, so I'm figuring out how to do that while also talking.
12: Well, I got to tell you, you know, I've been pretty bullish about the team and still am in the big picture. But man, one, of the things, one of the things that I'm not dissuaded on at all is my belief that Phoenix sucks. We just coughed up a huge lead on national television to a team that might make the play in. They're bad.
0: That's a strong take. I'm still not sure how I feel about them. I do think that they're, they're, they have some like existential funk hanging out over them, and this would have been a nice opportunity to, to really send them on a death spiral. But
12: Yes. We well, we didn't, and we had them on the ropes, and we talk about Luca getting disinterested in the fourth quarter. He's grinning too much in the first half. Save the grin and the celebratory kind of vibe until you put them away because you've got to know that after what happened in Game 7, to be down like they were in the opener at halftime – They were going to come out fighting, and they did. And I think Spencer's fourth foul, as you alluded to earlier, uh, really caused a problem because Composo's not ready yet. And it had me wanting to – I know you're going to laugh. I wanted to see McKinley Wright in the third quarter.
0: (laughs) Two-way player McKinley Wright. Wow. That's right.
12: You know? And Kid is too damn slow with the timeouts. If Rick was too quick-triggered, there's got to be a happy medium because when you have a 20, 22 point lead and it's vanishing that quickly, you know, you get it down to maybe 10, 12, you go, oh, the guys will play through it. That's a possession or two away from five or six. It just felt like if Christian Wood had not popped off like he had, they may have run us out of the gym in the second half because Luca looked disinterested, you say, but in the fourth, he kind of looked gassed. And I'm thinking that that these threes is the first time I've ever had this thought. Luca's step backs, not all the time, but some of the time, feel like a way for him to manage his gas tank when the usage rate's going to be especially high in a game. Oh, if I suppose play-
0: that's the case. That's, that's, yeah. where, it's more, that's where the pl- additional playmaker thing becomes real.
12: Right. And, you know, one of the things that also stood out was the distribution of trust, because when Wood goes on his shooting spree, and then he comes back in because the offense is stagnant. I fully expected him to come in for Maxi, not um, not Spencer. So he's essentially replacing the two on the floor, right? Sure. Which five. tells me Some
0: playmaking, right?
12: Yeah, exactly. It, it, but he's not trusted to play the five right now, at least not in crunch time. And that's that's essentially what he's been touted as this whole time: is hey, is he going to be the starting center? Is he the backup center? And tonight he was essentially the shooting guard in a way. Uh, and the last thing I guess is you can't, when, when the game is this competitive and things aren't going your way in, in the second half, it's tough to see your bench players uh, like Josh, like Maxie just, you know, we talked about the floor is lava, but just these moments where it's, Oh my God, I have the ball in my hands or an open shot is passed up. And we, there were just way too many damn turnovers tonight And I know it's just one
0: game, and I know it's the opener, but... There were a lot of turnovers in the third quarter. I think the Mavericks only had 12 turnovers, but they had six in the third quarter. They had six made field goals in the third quarter. I'm pulling this back up to make sure I'm not talking out of my ass. Uh, Yeah, they had 12 total turnovers. So they had six in the third quarter and six made field goals. And that was when everything, like, ground into, like, just a halt.
12: Right. Do you think that if we had Composer ready to go, we would have won?
0: Hmm. That's such a like, that's such a like uh, sliding doors moment. I just think that there would have been, there would have been a little more settled offense because things were weird. You know, it, it's a question of, you can judge that on all sorts of things. I mean, Tim Hardaway was one of five on threes and every one of his threes was wide open. It's just like, if he makes one, three, everything changes and he just didn't.
12: Right. Well, I'm still optimistic. We get the Grizzlies on Saturday night and early scheduling break. We get them on the back half of a a back-to-back and and the AAC will be rocking. They're going to come off just playing Houston. So, you know, they're a young team. Maybe their legs won't be as as, uh, dead as other teams might be. But uh, tonight watching the Grizzlies, yes, they pulled out the victory, but the Knicks pushed them to overtime. And when Bain is off the floor, Morant has very few bailout options from deep. I just don't like the shooting on on the Grizzlies. I'm sure they're going to have a great regular season, but uh, I I like how we match up against them again.
0: I I could be wrong here, and somebody can fact-check me on this. I don't think that Ja Morant has ever beaten Luka. I don't think so they've not played each other that many times because it's always been like a scheduled rest or an injury or something. And then the one time the the Grizzlies should have beaten him with Luca was the the meat sweats game where Luca had the stumble and bumble and three point shot that went in. Like that was that. I think that was the meat sweats game. I get these games all mixed up, but that, that was one game where they did play. And of course, you know, Luca wins doing that sort of thing. Anyway, thanks yeah. for joining us, Brent. Talk soon. Thanks man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Brent wanted to go next. He's, he's, he he's me the impression he wanted to go to sleep, but he sends me uh slacks at like three in the morning. Ruben, what's up?
6: Hey, can you hear me okay?
0: I can. You, sound great. you
6: can sound great. Oh, man, just a couple of things I just wanted to get off. Um, Yeah, the the wheels pretty much came off when Spence got that fourth foul, and he was just hit like two threes in a row, I want to say. um, But, yeah, it, it – kind of show like maybe Composo like his vision may have helped out in that situation i'm not gonna say we would have won the game but missing all those free throws was almost like turnovers in yeah, football almost like
0: that great you, comp you can't that's a great comp because it just stops your momentum and there was there was
6: it, exactly and if you have if you have the most free throws in a football game, you will lose the game. Uh, statistics say, but um, and we wasted a 13 to 13 free throw game from Luca. That kind of sucks. Um, but I'm um, just yeah, the Seawood minutes. I wanna, I want Seawood and Luca to have more minutes together. Um, and I don't feel uh, I don't feel like we saw that in this game. And Seawood pretty much bailed him out. I, I just don't understand how we. Blow a twenty-point lead, then get a fifteen-point lead thanks to Seawood, and then blow that. I I I can't wrap my head around it, so that's why I'm here getting it off my chest. Um, but I would like to see maybe uh, Jay King messes with the starting lineup a little bit, and hey, keep JaVel McGee in there, I guess. But oh, one thing about McGee, do not give him the ball at the top Never. of the key and expect he him to do the something with it.
0: Line. That was ridiculous.
6: Oh my oh my god. And then he they did it again. Tim's threw on the ball like on the three point line and expected him to do well, something. I'm like, no, go ball, somebody like, go get the ball from this man. If
0: if you if and, if, and I, if you get the one pass and you're all you're supposed to do is like move it along the perimeter, at a certain point that's on McGee.
6: Like, yeah, but amazing. like let him sit, give him the ball and then somebody let him set the pick and come get the ball from him. Like don't leave him out there expecting him to make a play. No, he's not. We don't. We didn't pay him for that. <laughs> so,
4: That's
6: right. Um, but I would like to see maybe like SeaWood going for Spence, and Spence can lead the second unit still with Timmy and you know Maxi and stuff like that. I would like to see that that lineup. I, I just want the Mavs to, like you said, uh, let's like we could have murdered this team if Spence didn't get in foul trouble. Um, but we could have murdered them earlier. If SeaWood would have been out there going off in the first quarter, like early in the first quarter, it, we would have had a thirty-point lead. Like, yeah. literally, like play your best players, and I, I don't understand why um, this team never well, does that.
0: Well, okay, so there's three things I got real quick. Two two stat corrections by me. One, the Mavericks lost that meat sweats game. I don't know why I said that. Two, the Mavericks are 5-1 and one against uh, – or I'm sorry, uh, Ja is 1-5 and five against Luka. That's okay. Uh, thanks to Matt Moore, who is apparently listening, for telling me that. And Matt, who also triggered this in my mind, he told me when he came on my podcast, he's like, he just thinks over time that Jason Kidd is going to see the fact that w- despite Christian Wood's defense – let's say he doesn't ever play great defense – he's just going to kind of win the plus minus battle because he makes things happen. Yeah, you know, he had that one, he had a couple of drives. Like we have not talked about this yet, but Christian Wood was a foul drawing machine. Yes.
6: He literally, like, literally almost got eight and out the game by himself.
0: I, I think he had, I think he had nine drawn fouls. I could be wrong here. And it's this. It's the sort of stuff because of you know he's kind of slight. He gets bumped off his position. Like Luca's never going to get these calls. Number one because he's a bull. Number two because he's an asshole. But like these sorts of things, like I think that kids eventually going to get worn down about the wood thing. I I, I just get that feeling because. You know, it's the difference of playing... He played 24 minutes tonight. You can play Wood 30 minutes. You can play Wood 32 minutes. You can do these sorts of things. They'll figure it out. They'll figure out their
6: rotation. Yeah, and it's the first game, so I'm going to calm down a little bit. But when you got that type of weapon, like, if... All the ball creator stuff. Let yep. Spence go back to ball creating for the second unit. It's that easy. Let C Wood start in his position, and that's even more scoring. And I, C Wood had eight rebounds tonight. Uh, McGee only had four. Like he, he's on the boards. He he gets blocks. He, you know, it, it's we're gonna start finding out his defense is not below average. Is maybe average to slightly above. Um, but just use him and I hope we use him in the right way in the starting lineup because Luca and him can just take over a game and nobody yeah. can stop like they, they can draw fouls and, and see what can bring it up. Like and he he dished out a couple assists tonight. Like I like I hope we don't waste that talent by trying to overcoach or oh let me outsmart this team. No, just go out and beat this team. Put Spence with the second unit and let him create with Timmy. And then, um, I, I, I could be wrong, but I thought it was that simple. And taking him out, like, oh my God, you take him out after a hot streak, and then he, get, it was a, it was a point in the game. I think it was in the fourth where he gets a rebound and they call a timeout, their last timeout, um, and they take him out. They, they don't leave him in. Like, if if nobody would have fouled, like, see couldn't get back in the game. I He has to be closing games and starting games. I'm sorry. He's your second best player, but that's that's pretty much all I have.
0: Thanks so much, man. Hope you uh, feel better after talking. I do. So appreciate you I, I definitely
6: do. <laughs> Thank you. All
0: right. Talk soon. Okay. Ryan, welcome. How you doing? Hit the unmute button there at the bottom of the screen when you're on the main. Oh, uh,
13: can you hear me? There we go. All right. Hey, yeah. So I just want to talk like the we all are are bitching about uh, woods minutes and stuff, but I don't think we're remembering how Reggie Bullock basically didn't play but fifteen twenty minutes for the first half of the season, and then in the playoffs he was playing.
0: <laughs> yeah, <minutes. laughs> nearly nearly getting killed, <laughs> just like yeah, never coming off the floor.
13: Yeah. So I think kids gonna eventually figure it out. I mean. I hope so. He's our second-best player, in my opinion. But I think just the way the the first game goes, he wants to go with the guys he knows, and it's just kind of one of those deals where he's going to ride who we know is not the hot hand, which is frustrating for us fans because we're just sitting here like, why isn't Wood in? But that's kind of what a, what I'm talking about today. Just like it's frustrating, but it's it is what it is. Yeah. Well, then, I'm, I, I, yeah. I just I do
0: these primarily because it's like I, I would I, I tend to art, like I'll just like continually talk about this stuff on Twitter. And it's like when I talk these things out, I'm like, OK, not that I had any control, but now I feel, <laughs> now i <laughs> no, feel like exactly getting it out there.
13: But yeah. And then the only other thing I have is, man, I would love to upgrade the Josh Green role. Bogdan would be perfect. Now he's in the with the Pistons, and it's just like, ugh. yeah, but it is what it is. Mark Cuban's gonna mark Cuban. Well, the depth stuff, I think you know, you
0: got Green, his first round pick, you want to give him some time. And Josh Green is such a like two steps forward, two steps back kind of player where every time he does something amazing, it just he. There's so few things throughout his entire career, like Game 3 against Phoenix was one of or not Phoenix, against Utah was one of them where it's like, wow, what a good Josh Green game. I wrote about how I thought he played pretty good defense tonight, and I'm reading the comments to my article, and people are like, I didn't notice his defense
13: at all. (laughs) (laughs) It's Like, well, sorry. No, I mean, he's a great athlete and everything. I just – it's more the, just we're a veteran team, even though we like to say we're young, and it's just – he just kind of bogs down the offense sometimes because he doesn't know where to be, and he's just kind of a chicken with his head cut off. But I mean, I get it, he's young and he's got potential. You can see it, but it's just frustrating to watch. It is.
0: It is. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us. You got anything yeah, else?
13: That's it. That's it. Well, if we make our free throws like the Dirk Nowitzki Mavs, we probably win most of our games. But that's other right. than that, that's it.
0: All right. We'll talk soon. Thanks for coming up. Okay, nav. what's happening?
14: Hey, Kirk, can you hear me? I... Hey, thanks for having sure. me on. Um, so try not to repeat No, no, of, no,
0: repeat all you want. you know because this of... is about processing okay. our own pissiness with staying up until one forty five to watch a basketball game.
14: All right, so I appreciate that so i'll I'll start with uh, the thing. That bothered me the least to the thing that bothers me the most uh so josh green did not attempt a field goal that's not a great sign um the jason kidd rotation stuff with christian wood like um like ryan just said like that'll fix itself like everybody else saying so i'm not worried about that my i guess my biggest point of frustration is something that all of us have been like hitting our heads against the wall about with regards to the third ball handler and we keep using the term ball handler where I don't, I, I want to make a distinction between like Compasso can handle the ball and make passes, but he's not a scorer like Brunson is. No. And I think that was one. Yeah. And I think that's one of the things that people are missing with the third ball handler where draw I think would have really filled that role a lot better with having a third guy that you can give the ball to and he can go get his own basket.
0: Yeah. I, I will say though, that if composite does get some minutes, I do think they run a little bit more offense. It felt like so much of what they do when Lucas at the helm is based off of his pick and roll action. And when he's not dictating it, everything else sort of feels very forced and I obviously, I mean, I stumped for for uh, Drogic. Like, he was the guy that I wanted for a variety of reasons, and it is not lost on me that he played really well against the Heat tonight. Um, and I think that the Mavericks and Jason Kidd didn't really want him for defensive reasons, which I guess I understand. But it, it's still you want somebody that, that can do some attacking and do some attacking with a purpose. Otherwise, it felt, you know, part of what we watched tonight in the third quarter, basically Luca made a basket at ten minutes and then they didn't score again or they scored twice over the next nine minutes. And it was like it was brutal. And you just gotta be able like you cannot go that long as an NBA team without getting an easy basket.
14: Yeah, absolutely. And I think the main thing for me is is like as great as Luca is, we all know he's, you know, generational talent and everything, is I don't want him putting on the Superman cape every single game. Right, for us to you know for us to win or have a chance, and then you know, God forbid, there's an injury to you know to Dinwiddie or Luca, and then you saw like things falling apart when Dinwiddie picked up an early foul. It's it's more like, yeah, I have some frustrations with Jason Kidd and his rotations, but like everyone has said, I think those will sort themselves out as the season goes on. It's more the roster that like losing Brunson was a lot bigger loss. You know, and like Tim Hardaway Jr. fitting in, I like I would rather have you know, like a bad defender who can who's a point guard like Drogic and like play Tim less minutes, right? And you know whatever they're they're doing now, and it's just it's I guess that's really the frus- frustrating part because we went so far. If you get to the Western Conference Finals, you think, all right? We're gonna take another step hopefully forward, and instead it feels like by losing the third, you know, ball handler scorer. You know, we're actually taking a, a step back. But I actually agree with what you said earlier, that, like, in the meantime, we can't, you know, we can't fix the roster is what it is. Christian Wood needs to be handling the ball a lot more.
0: Sure, and maybe we'll see. We'll see what they do. I mean, a lot of this is easy. It, it fixes itself if Spencer doesn't get
14: four fouls immediately. <laughs> so, Yeah, yeah. and But, yeah, I, I'm going to get off. I appreciate you giving me a chance to. Of course. Uh, Thanks for uh, coming
0: up. Talk soon. I hope to have you back. All right, thanks. Bye. All right, it's got a couple more folks, then we'll all go to bed. Uh, Harris, what's happening? Thanks for waiting.
5: Hit that mute button at the bottom. There you go.
0: We're going to let you talk. Is there any audio for you on your end?
2: Yeah, I there we it. go. What's Oh, what's up? Uh,
10: so we've been talking about the third ball handler a lot. Uh, do you think there's any, like, options out there? I mean, someone talked about Mike Conley. He's kind of old. I mean, but I that's mean, a
0: fun question he... because the Jazz won tonight and they don't want to win. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that the Jazz assets will get cheaper as the year goes on. I think Compos—I know Campazo is on a um, non-guaranteed deal, which was fascinating to me um that gives the Mavericks some additional roster flexibility you know they got Theo and a couple of other guys like I I think if if the Mavericks are playing well enough like if they're in the let's say six to four kind of playoff range in the west if they're right there then I think Cuban might be willing to eat some more money and go get someone else if they sign you know because they're they're in the luxury tax zone but that's it's I don't really see anybody at the moment. I mean, the jazz are probably the most obvious team because they want to be tanking, but they, then they destroyed uh, the nuggets tonight. So I'm going to be curious to see how some of that goes. Somebody always shakes out weird in the wash. Um, And and the Mavericks, I think have aspirations, you know, they want to try to win the title. So that's a good question, but I don't have anybody on my mind.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. We'll have to wait to see like how uh, statics go and who's
10: getting ready to tank. Um, But yeah, I mean, that's my main question there. Uh, yeah, uh, see, well, this game reminded me a lot of uh, the the game Spencer first got off, went off in Utah, uh, where he played really well, but then he wasn't played at the end of the game, yeah. and everyone kind of questioned that decision. But uh, I mean, could kind of fix that pretty quickly. I feel like any. I mean, then you see him making those buzzer beaters back to back. So I don't. Yeah, I'm not too worried about that, but just kind of annoying, you know
0: no oh, well that's it's a good thought well thanks for coming up
10: All right, later man.
0: later okay Corey, you've been waiting forever how are we doing one more mute button press give Corey a second here because it pulled him up on stage and it's automatically muted he's got to find there, there thank there, you go. so much no it just takes a second
2: sorry oh. kirk that's my first uh interlude with the mute button so Thanks for your patience. Um, I really just had one kind of main thing I wanted to get off, and that is that coming into this game, I think all of us had some big questions. One of the biggest ones for sure was how was Christian Wood was going to look with the team, and I think everyone, including you, have said the biggest X factor this season is him.
11: Mm -hmm.
2: And if that's the case, then – and I know the loss sucks. I'm disappointed as anybody, but that's a pretty good takeaway. If your biggest question mark was Christian Wood tonight and keep in mind, the guy normally shoots free throws really well.
0: Eh, he's still in the sixties. It's it's, he well, I mean, he shoots better 20s. than
2: he shoots around Luca. <laughs> um, so, you know, I don't know that, that, To me, that was pretty exciting. And I think they'll figure out a way to use him, and they'll figure out the rotations. That stuff will work itself out. It was annoying as hell tonight, but they will figure that out.
0: Well, and Wood seems to be taking – you know, his post-game quotes were all pretty – you know, taking responsibility. He said, we had a 20-point lead, and we got a little complacent. The biggest thing, we missed a lot of free throws, and that really cost us the game, especially me. And that's just – I don't know. I like when players take responsibility.
2: Well – I agree. I think, I mean, again, the loss sucks, but there was a lot of positives to be taken away from tonight if you're looking at the bigger picture, I think.
0: Well, thank you for coming up and thank you for waiting.
2: Thank you. Good night.
0: Good night. Last but not least, my man Leo. We'll see. uh, Leo,
5: you're the best for waiting up. What's going on?
0: Leo, did you fall asleep? I wouldn't blame you if you fell asleep. Leo might have fallen asleep. It's two o'clock in the morning. I don't blame him. Um, All right. This has been fun. Thanks for hanging out. Great first show of the season. Everyone go have a good time on Saturday night. I will be doing a green or a Spotify live. I may not be doing it immediately after the game. I am going to my high school reunion like a weirdo. And because I want to see some old friends. But the game is going to be on at the bar, so I will be watching the game that I'm at. I just might not pop on until, you know, starting one of these at like 11 o'clock. But it's Saturday night, so hopefully people won't mind. All right, guys, go to MavsMoneyBall.com. We have a lot of coverage, a lot of articles. Really appreciate your support. Thanks for hanging out, and everybody have a good rest of your week.